2: Good evening.
0: I was watching the music and I was thinking, go on, get to get to 100 before the music ends. And this exactly what happened. It went to 102 just as the music stopped.
3: Smashed it. My
0: tonight. How are you, mate?
3: Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you?
0: Your last video, was, you, was there a gym behind you in the last video
3: that you did? Yeah, I've got a gym built at the end of the garden. Oh,
0: yeah. you now he's been on the treadmill a new man.
3: Yeah, well, trying anyway. <laughs>
0: Good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you're looking to get involved in the chat and you can't, that's because you haven't subscribed. So you need to subscribe, and then in about, I think I said it for 20 minutes today. You need to subscribe for 20 minutes, and then you can get involved in the chat. So this is the first podcast, Ken. I think we've done since Joe Edwards has been in charge.
3: Yeah, I think we've just been super busy, and we had uh, Christmas, true, New Year, yeah, yeah. So how was
0: all that for you, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, good. Lovely Christmas. Great Christmas, great new year. Um, and then other than my gearbox going last week, all good. You're a bit like me.
0: You just That's all right, all that stuff, but you just like the everyday grind. You just went out all out of the way. Now we'll go back to normal, get
3: with it. I just want to go work. Yeah, I, <laughs> honestly, after Christmas Day and Boxing Day, I'll, you know, I'll take the dog for a walk 20 times a day just to get out of the house.
0: <laughs> your, your dog's fitter than you. Your dog's pressing you on the treadmill. <laughs> How you doing, everyone? Kevin S, hello. Oli, good evening. Connor Passfield, Mill Chu, Mill KP. A couple of Millwall legends in the group tonight. There he is. That's the other one. Right, so we've got a lot to talk about. Of course, we've signed our player, Joe Edwards, his first signing as a manager. Our first signing in the January transfer window is on loan, which we will get to uh, about halfway in. Obviously, because we've not been on for a long time, we've all been doing our individual videos. The thing is, the group chat's been as strong as ever. And I'll I sometimes put, it'd be great if we could transfer this into a podcast. But um, this is it at that time. So, Joe Edwards, Ken, is he the man for the job? You you was like me. I think you wanted him in. Um, yeah. Has it been for you, the, the opening uh, few, few well, a couple of months now, isn't it?
3: I think I, I I definitely wanted him in. I thought it was a good idea. Um, I thought it was worth a risk. And I think we said right at the beginning, look, it's either a risk that's going to take us to New Heights in the end, or it's going to be a risk that's going to plummet us down to League One. But with our type of club, that's something that we need to do. I, I wasn't impressed probably with the first five six games. I think that probably one of the worst things that could have happened was us beating Sheffield Wednesday four nil. Yeah, because um, it just it just heightened everybody. Us as Millwall fans, we we're a nightmare for it. You know, we go and beat bottom of the table four 0 and then we're going to win the World Cup. Um, <laughs> You know, it's, it, it was bad. So, I think that he sort of kept the team Rowett-esque for the first five, six games, which meant we carried on getting Rowett-esque results, Rowett-esque performances. Um, and slowly but surely, the what he's trying to implement into the team with the players that we've got has actually been extraordinary, in my opinion. And um, I, look, I don't expect any magic this season, but I think that going forward... Um, I think we could be a force to be reckoned with. I really do.
0: Well, I'm excited now, not just because what he's done, but also the transfer window and the start he's had to that. And I think, I so said, my mate said this to me, he went, I think he's got the job because yeah, he has a good young prospect, but I also think he's got the job. When he's gone to his interview, he's probably gone, look, I've got these, con- what else can you bring to the table? And he's gone, look, fucking Chelsea ties, Everton ties, I've fucking coached England, youth set setups all the way through. And this is where Ten Gangers come from, do you know what I mean? through his, yeah. his connection with him and working with him at England youth levels.
3: Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. He's, he, that is what basically is all he brought to the table, really. Um, you know, his, his knowledge was... I, I wouldn't say his knowledge is limited, but his experience was limited. Mm, um, and and everybody had to take a gamble. So, you know, I, I think someone like Joe Edwards, the character that he has, the type of person that he comes across as, as he is... Is going to be somebody that's not going to take that for granted, and I think that he will work as hard and as tirelessly as he can to do the best job possible. One for Millwall because they gave him a chance, but also two for his his career in the future.
0: Mm. Well, I, I said when we got him, I said after, just listening to him, and the things that he said. I know saying things is one thing, and delivering on it is another. But just the, the things that he says, and I, I think I said a long like when he first come in, we're going to be lucky to keep him in the long term. And I stand by that, and I, I hope that's true. I'm might, might be getting ahead <laughs> of myself, but I, I don't know. It's just the things he says. Even like after the Middlesbrough game, which we'll get onto in a, in a bit, um, he said that the, 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 the interviewee from the club, uh, Max, whatever his name is, can't remember his second name, McClellan, um, Max McLennan said to him, "You know, we've lost the game, but we're, we're improving all the time." And he went, "Well, hang on, look, that we should be improving all the time. That's you know, don't basically saying don't give us credit for that." That if I'm working with these players every day, then we should be getting better with every game. He's not like, he's not dressing things up. He's not shying away from responsibility. You know, even that shit run we went on after the Sheffield Wednesday game. He said, and it's a bold thing for him to do because he's a young manager in his first job. going, Well, look, it's the players. They're not doing what I'm seeing every day in training, and, and he put it on the players here. And for a, a manager with no experience at this level or any level really, as a manager. That was a bold move, but he, he, I, love, I love. I could listen to you all day.
3: Yeah, I think he's the he's a, a new age with an old head. Um, you yeah. know, this yeah. is the way I coach football. Not that I've got any comparison to Joe Edwards, but there's very many, not many coaches anymore that will turn around, and look you in the eye, and point the finger and go, "That weren't good enough, and I need more from you." And and not only just say it to you, say it to anybody else that that wants to listen. You know, his performance was awful today. He didn't he didn't go and play by instructions, etc. etc. Mm. And you, you know, if you are that type of person, the players won't actually take it critically, they'll take it positively because they know your demeanour. Um yeah. and, I, and I, like I say, I think he's a new age, but with an old head on him, um, which could set us well.
0: So Stephen of Lee's line Stevie Roy, don't seen see you for in the chat for a while, man. we getting worried about you. Steve says he thinks he's been a breath of fresh air, just listening to him speak is great, he's calm, clear and concise, yeah, I couldn't agree more, but I was just, I had it up today just before I come on on uh, air, and his he, he record as a Mill player, as a Mill manager, played 13, won 4, drawn 3 and lost 6, alright, we lost twice to Leicester, once in the league, once in the cup, two very tight games, both 3-2 scorelines. But in the last two games, we've conceded six goals. And that says, when I'm, th- I'm thinking, that seems weird. Because under route, I'd walk away and we'd draw new nil and I'd be fuming or I'd be like, this is just so boring. In the last two games, we've conceded six goals and the players have been clapped off twice. Yeah. So it just speaks volumes of what I'm thinking and what you're thinking and saying and everyone in the chat. is clearly spreading across the fan base and everyone's on board with him.
3: Yeah, I think that um, I think it's again we've been we've been routed for so long that that's what we do. We look at these statistics and go, you know, in the last in his last 13 games, he's lost six games. That's a you know that's horrendous. But actually, us as supporters, especially this club as supporters, have gone, yeah, but you know what? We turned up on a Saturday, we were entertained. They worked their bollocks off, mm. and you know, all right. Granted, I know we lost, but. I saw blood, sweat, and tears on the pitch. They've come off knackered, you know. And 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 this is what we appreciate. We we don't expect to, to beat every team every Saturday, but we expect to see a performance. That's in my opinion. Mm. Uh, and and that's what they're giving us now. Um, sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it isn't. I, I'd say that Leicester was a was a um, a close game. We probably could have got something out of both of them games.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can see why. I can see why we lost to Leicester. They're they're, they're a league above the players. They got the, the budget where they've come from, and they they were very clinical. I, I still can't work out how the fuck we lost to Middlesbrough. I mean, Cooper was talking before we went on there. If Cooper just buries that one for four yards. For me, that's game over, and it is fine margins. But even even that Max McLennan said that's a Joe Edwards. and he went no, no, I'm, you know, we're not having that sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, and, and and could have said, could have gone, yeah, it is fine margins, but he's unlucky, but no, you know, we need to make sure that there is no fine margins and we we finish the job. That's down to the, like, you know, our performance on the pitch and taking our chances.
3: I think it is, a, I think I'll, we'll probably get into that in a bit later, but that, that is exactly what it is at the moment, is that we we now, because we used to moan that we never used to create anything. we yeah. <laughs> really used true. to go, well, if you feed the strikers, then they'll score, right? And but now what we're doing is we are creating opportunities, but we're still not scoring. No. You know, so so many need... opportunities as
0: well. Um a lot of half chances um against Borough, more than clear cut, other than the Cooper one. You know, we, we was all over him, great possession, knocking the ball around as well. You know you said we're not expecting miracles, but well, I think we've got one. Jake Cooper can actually fucking pass the ball.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, you don't agree with that? Uh, no, I don't agree with that. I'll, I'll be honest, and I love Cooper. I really do. But when you look at that squad at the moment, if you're looking for footballers, like Jake Cooper is never going to be a footballer. Uh, don't
0: you think player. he's in pro- like playing out the back? I mean, we're even doing the short goal kicks now where the two centre-backs are pulling wide on the edge of the six-yard box and, and splitting them. I, I just think we're knocking it around. Lovely. First half hour against Borough. I thought we was super. I think Wes Arden was doing it. Wes is a bit spaghetti legs. I don't realise he's in control of it, but I think he is because you can't get away with it that many times, luckily. Do you know
3: what I mean? Yeah. On, on me personally, on Jake Cooper, I think that he is, given now the way that the Championship has evolved and the way that we play, I think he's completely out of his depth, Cooper. You know, it's just my opinion and I don't mm-hmm. not like him and I don't have a problem with him being in the side. However, yeah. I just think that I think that the, the strikers and, and the 10s uh, uh, in teams now are way too good for what his ability allows. Um, you know, he was a good solid up in the air. But, I mean, he's given away... He must have given away 10 penalties this season. He just hasn't... Been, they just haven't been given.
0: That makes a change. He's probably had nothing. And the amount <laughs> of times I've been fouled and I've got a fucking penalty, i want to start having a bit of payback. But what you said there was actually spot on. That this... This division has evolved, hasn't it? It's become like a little, it's, it's become like fucking, if you order the Premier League off Wish, like it's a little wannabe. Let's all start trying. I suppose if you want to get into that division, you've got to play that way. So, but it has yeah. massively evolved. There is all this, you know, big old school, uh, center forwards with noses like this, and center arse will bowing, and it's, it's really, really evolved. And all teams are out now, aren't they? Trying to, trying to play that way.
3: Yeah. I mean, if you can't beat them, you have to join them. Yeah. And, um, you know row tried to make us make us do that but it was such a slow you know tortoise pace process that we was never going to get there whereas what edwards has done is gone fuck it go do it right yeah. and you know we're gonna we're gonna mess up a lot of times because we're catching up but we're better off to to grab the ball by the arms and just go for it right, and so uh you, paid off
0: he's been very very brave in his approach Ali he Jamie Cho, good evening, mate. And evening, Danny and Kenny. Hope you're both well. Joe was is definitely the right appointment and the right direction for the club. Route was wrong. <laughs> Never liked him one bit. Right. Okay, so let's um let's move on to want to talk about before we get into the new signing, That will be coming next, everyone. Don't worry. Um, I want to talk about the season so far, because halfway through, um, it's been a very um different season, lots of chops and changes. It's been a mere wall season because there's never a dull moment, but I want to talk about a few players and I just want to know what you think sort of been the best players of
3: the season so far. Um, I think that putting Honeyman in, in the midfield um, has shown his qualities more. Um, I know a lot of people don't. Wouldn't say this, but I really rate Savile. I really like Savile in the middle of the park. I think he's, I think he's captain material, to be honest. Um, and also, you're not going to like this, but I actually quite like Sarkic as well.
0: Okay, well, funnily enough, I've got who's been your best player so far, and then underneath I've got a list of players. Yeah. I just want to ask your opinions on the first one on the list, of course. Yeah, is match. Look, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm too fucking critical. <laughs> On goalkeepers. Yes, he he had four clean sheets in a row. Um, as Joe Edwards said, he hardly had a shot to save any of those. And there's been a couple of soft goals he's lit in, but he's improving. And another way he got stuck into the 22 man brawl away at Bristol City in the last minute. He was the first one on the scene. So I don't want I don't want us to have shit keepers. I want us to have good keepers. But you're, you're all for Sarkish yeah. Kenya. Yeah, look, that's good news. I want him to be decent, trust me. I don't want it to be shit.
3: Look, Dan, me and you w- were both goalkeepers uh, at all right levels, Um, not at that level, obviously. But, you know, I can guarantee you that me and you also letting in soft goals as well. Um, I think that after being at Wolves for however many years and not playing competitive football, you know, playing for the under 23s or whatever he was doing, you know, to then come into a championship side and playing in front of 12, 13,000 people, And I know you're going to say this is what he gets paid for, but I think he needed a bit of time to bed in. He then got injured, you know, had to fight for his place back. And I think you're finding a little bit of complacency because say the last five games that he's played, I can't say that I've seen him make a mistake. I've I've actually seen him be quite assured in in, in goal uh, and make some important saves. And also some of the saves that he made, Bart wouldn't have made. And what we do is we compare him with Bart a lot and love Bart to pieces. But Sarkic is by far a better goalkeeper than, than Bart. He comes out for the ball and crosses. He'll stretch himself out to score, um, uh, to save, sorry. Um, and also, he doesn't have two dodgy knees.
0: He's a, he's a very good age for a goalkeeper. Have you got some, like, low-level wow music on in the background or something?
3: Sorry, mate. Oh, yeah, he's got a baby monitor on. Hang on. <laughs> Yeah, if spa music on the fullest
0: thread Trevor, Trevor, how are you been, mate? Another one that's been in the wilderness, evening in Chaps and Happy New Year. Hello, the is looking really positive. Who would have thought Cooper could pass by, to a blue shirt is now highlighting our finishing? I agree, Trev. I agree. Now, <sighs> Kenny's all for Sarkic. I don't agree with some of his points because I do think there's a couple of soft goals he let in. Leicester in the Cup, of the second one, I think you should have said. But here's a player, there's another one then. If I'm one way and you're the other, I think we may go the same way, but opposite ways, if that makes sense, uh, on this next player, Brooke norton covey
3: <laughs>
0: Now, am I right in suggesting you're not a massive fan of norton Covey
3: I'm going to be really honest with you. I think he's a horrendous footballer. <laughs> like, like, I really do. Um, I think that he sort of wangles his way forward. Um, I, I've, again, the last few games I've seen him, I definitely think he's got better. He seems to cut in more now um, and then try and find a pass. But the amount of times he does what I tell my kids not to, because he basically puts a ball through players and somehow it it's the defender and then it's his knee. And then somehow he manages to nutmeg that player and get past him. Um and I also think he's a, a, a really bad um defender. Um, yeah, see, we... I
0: don't think he is. I think he came as a as a wing back. I don't think I said it for a long time. I don't think he is I don't think he is a defender. I think obviously we got told he was. Yeah. But he's won me over. I know you sound about the way he falls through people, but it's a little bit like Harding when he keeps the ball and passes it. I don't think he can be lucky that many times. I just think it's the way he gets around people and, and his final ball's been there. He put a uh, good cross in for Bradshaw the other um the other day didn't the other week i'm just looking sorry at some a few people's um best players so far: greeny boy savile jamie Chokes, best players norton Cuffy, honeyman and hutchinson when he's fit Mill kp the north savile bnc and leonard um rufus hello mate how are you I hope your dad's well I hope he's getting better yeah see i I know you saying about Norton Cuffey it were not it wasn't intended to be a you know massive debate when you went back psychki thought, well, I'm sure you didn't like or didn't rate Norton Cuffey
3: yeah, I don't, yeah. You know, I don't have a problem if I see him in the squad I haven't got a problem it's not like oh, I think he's horrendous it's just I, it doesn't make sense what he does sometimes and and I think he's very lucky on the ball however he's got pace to burn um, he can cross a ball and, and he's, he's and crosses
0: also, definitely got better
3: yeah he's become,
0: I, I thought he was terrible first when he first came
3: yeah yeah. I, I think that he's become one of our only <laughs> attacking, <coughs> attacking threats with wise I
0: think if he's fit he's like, yeah sorry man I think if he's fit he's first, one of the first names on the team sheet in a minute
3: yeah 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 maybe
0: right next <laughs> player I think we will agree, but I think last season we both would have said the complete opposite. What is going on with Ian Fleming? Is, over the last couple of games, I felt that he improved, but only in small patches of games, not even for like a whole game. That fucking 15 million from Burnley and Lazio interest seems a fucking 100 years ago now.
3: <laughs> I think I think with with Fleming, I think that he turned up, worked his his bollocks off. Um, for the first season, done really well and I think he's got a bit comfortable. I, I'm massively surprised that we haven't um, tried somebody else in that 10 spot for a period um, because although he does have a touch of class, Fleming, he goes missing way too much. Um, yeah. And, you know, you could have Saville there, you know, and... Or you know, or or you could have Honeyman there. Honeyman's always been a centre mid or a ten. You know, last two years we've been playing him as a right winger. But um, <laughs> you know, but again, he's somebody that I'm not too bothered about if you see him in the team sheet. But I just think that I think he goes missing too much.
0: I think he's definitely not as good as he was. He's definitely off form and confidence wise. But I think last year, I think what saved him a lot is that he might not always play well, but he pull out saying fucking magical. And then you go, fucking hell, he's won us the game again. And then it, you sort of can overlook the other stuff then, can't you? I mean, yeah. one game, unbelievable game, which I weren't at and you was, was the Preston away 4 2. Yeah, yeah. he, he was sensational for 90 minutes and scored actually. But there's been other games where he scored one, you know, maybe won us the game, not done a little else other than that. But you don't think about it. Then you just think, oh, Fleming's fucking got another goal. Do you know what I mean?
3: I'll tell you what winds me up the most is when he stands up to take a free kick. That's what winds me up the most because this geezer deliberately takes five, five kicks at goal from like the halfway line in games, dribbles them into the middle of the goal. Right. And he's apparently awesome at free kicks, but every single time the bloke has a shot from outside the area, bar one, which by the way was with his left foot. Um, it got, it, it goes miles, you know, still with Harry Kane's ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still traveling with a penalty against France, Alex. I love that BNC is like a cross between Tony Dolby and Paul Ifill. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying Dolby was bad, but obviously, you know, <laughs> was he somewhere in between the pair? I'm not sure what you're saying there, really, But I did, I did like the Tony Dolby reference. Um, a lot of people were saying um, BNCs have been our best player. I, know, I I do know what you're saying, Ken. I think recently he's been one of our best players, but I, let's say he's unorthodox. Let's say that another player that's very, very in and out um, is Duncan Watmore. As a well, one week and then the next. I mean, the Middlesbrough game, he did everything right until he got into the penalty area and then he taking too long on the ball, trying to switch it from foot to foot instead of getting a shot away, and I just find him. <laughs> I'm sure people why people booing him the weekend. But then uh, on other days, you will win you the game as well. similar to Fleming. Maybe it's just consistency with our players throughout 90 minutes, though. That's the thing I've always said. It's not even game to game. It's within 90 minutes.
3: I think that, again, with Duncan Watmore, one, he's usually played out of position. Um, He was always a left or a right winger. Um, And as things evolve, obviously, positions have to change. And he plays more central now. And all Duncan Watmore is good for is getting the ball at his feet, looking down and running, getting us up the pitch with energy. Yeah. And the problem is, is now in this new position that he gets played, he finds himself in positions <laughs> that he's not—he's not used to being in. Um, you know, and he can't pass that well, and he can't shoot that well, but he can run and drive. And I, I would say that he's more of a player that would, you know, you'd put on for the last twenty-five minutes um, for some energy probably wouldn't have him starting to be
0: honest. We've got, we've I got, don't mind it. Yeah, no, he's, he's he's decent, but like I mean in, in patches again. And I've not, just note with there what you said, the players you preferred for the for the season so far have been Savile, Honeyman. Who else is it? Sarkic. Sarkic, you, you like the sort of the stable fucking Neil Walsh type players, don't you? As opposed to these these flair players. Maybe we just haven't got it right yet. So like what more now but the involvement of tactics and the way we play. There is no a little bit like Conor Mahoney, there isn't like we New Harris signed plan a four four two, didn't he?
3: Yeah. As a
0: winger to get balls in the box, but it's like we said, now it's changed. I mean Yeah, yeah.
3: I think you could do that though, because you had Matt Smith up front. Yeah. But at the moment you've got Bradshaw and I love Bradshaw, but he's two foot in a fag paper. And, you know, you can't you can't put crosses in the box for Bradshaw unless they're at his shins, you know? But,
0: when you, when, we're talking there, right? If you think about it, look like, how different I think they are as players. Brooke Norton Cuffey and Duncan Watmore are sort of playing the same position, but obviously opposite sides of the pitch. Like they're not, they're like, they seem not two completely different types of player, don't they? But they're both sort of playing that that wing, that sort of wide striker role. But um, here's another player that's going to fit right into this bracket. And I can't remember my mind up on him either Ryan Longman. I mean, I thought he was fucking—he's brilliant against Middlesbrough. That his final ball maybe being quite there at times. Obviously, he had an assist in the goal, but you know, maybe him not getting his final ball right is down to him not getting a lot of starts. But if he does start, usually he's terrible. If he comes on, he's fucking absolutely brilliant. Would you make yeah. a long
3: run? Of course, he's on loan from Hull. Would you consider signing him? I think that he, he's a—he's a better Conor Mahoney. But again, this is this is what I talk about with evolving football. Again, he is someone that receives a ball down the line and crosses a ball in. And and we haven't got anybody to attack that ball at the moment. Again, if you had someone like... I'm not saying we should have Matt Smith, by the way, but I'm just using him as a reference. Well, he's
0: got 15 goals there, according to Joe Turner so far. Yeah,
3: yeah, he's smashing it. Yeah, he's smashing it. Of course he is. I'm keeping an eye on him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But again, if you had someone... We need a big, ugly centre forward up front if we're going to play with someone like Bradshaw as well if we're going to play as a two because you've got more that can chuck a ball in you've got Cuffey that can chuck a ball in Wallace can Brian can Longman can all these players can deliver a ball but we don't do it right what we do is we pass it from that way to that way to that way to that way to that way and try and find an opening Longman he's a bit like um who's that right back that we had um, in you know, his is it was it Henry
0: James Henry one of right back?
3: Yeah, like, like, I think Longman can stick a decent bowl in
0: Yeah, he like, can nick a yard and whip one in, can't he?
3: Yeah, you know, and and them sort of deliveries like that. But we haven't got anybody to attack him, so he's another mm-hmm. pointless person to have in our team at the moment.
0: He was, I agree with Alex, and he was unplayable in the first half against Borough and he was just giving the ball to him, giving the ball to him, and he was putting some lovely balls in, but. They weren't, like you say, they weren't right for Nisbet. Millwall KP can't stand him. League two standard. I hope you're not talking about Matt Smith because Kenny won't be happy. And I think he's talking about Ryan Longman. <laughs> um, Steve, what you saying, mate? You said I like Longman. Needs a proper run on the team, gives one hundred he's a tiny footballer as well. And Thompson, V Thompson's agreeing with you. So if we had a big striker um on the end of it, then we could um
3: stand. Big little always huh? works. Big little always works. You got two up top. You know Bradshaw never in a million years are going
0: to. No, win. and I agree. But the two up top, like we saying about the, the, the division and footballs evolve. I don't think you'll you'll see that anymore like likely. You know the big lumps up front. And talking about Kevin Nisbet, <laughs> of course Bradshaw is out for at least a month. Big miss as far as I. I mean my, my thinking. I think. Uh, that's Nisbet sort of proved that Sadly, Is that harsh from me? i I seen him get a lot of love at first. Now I'm seeing him get a bit of hate. I think Kevin Nisbet is a tidy footballer, right? He's got good feet. He can definitely finish. Two problems. I think he's off the pace in general of English football. I think he needs to maybe more time to get accustomed to the pace of English football. And two, like you just said, Ken, I don't think he's a striker that can play up front by himself. I think yeah. he's so much better with put him playing off someone. But as you think, yeah. Nisbet's been doing—he's—he's he's sort of, been, from what I've seen on social in the last couple of week or so, he's turned into a little bit of the, like the new hate figure.
3: Well, I think this is this is after the the argument in the WhatsApp group, isn't it? It's usually me versus the Omara's on this. Um, I know they I know they rate Nisbet a lot. I I don't rate him at all. Um, and and there's the big argument because I'd rather have Bradshaw up front rather than Nisbet. However, Nisbet has scored more goals than Bradshaw this season. Um, only by one, I think, but um, for me, he is a good striker if he's got the ball at his feet and time. Um, and one in a middle wall side, you very rarely get the ball at your feet, <laughs> um, you know, precisely. And in the championship, you don't get a lot of time. And I think that he's been used to playing a slower paced game of football um, in Scotland. And I think that he... Has realised now that how competitive he is. I also think that his attitude's quite poor. Um, that unfortunately, when when you're watching it, it always seems to zoom in on him having a go, moaning at people, getting the up. Uh, you know, to me, it just looks like his attitude's a bit poor, but we've got to go with him at the moment. But I, I wouldn't personally, I wouldn't be surprised if we loaned him back to. He's
0: killed right. there or whatever he was. you know. He's <laughs> yeah. killed there. Um, I did see I've seen a lot of Rangers fans talking about it on Twitter saying he's not getting in their side, so go and get Kevin Nisbet. We'll have him and he, you know, we probably would do a job in Scotland, but see what people are saying, Michael Heesman, Nisbet doesn't work hard enough or stay inside long enough to be one up top. Steve Lees agrees with me, said he must have someone next to him, but we're not we're not going to do that. Dave Turner said so he needs a run. He has had his injury problems, hasn't he? And he's sort of um now come back in for Bradshaw because Bradshaw's injured. But they're definitely not going to play together. Nisbet is shit. Never understood the hype for him. Scottish football, totally different to championship football. So the goal tally he got is irrelevant. I'll see someone put on one of our videos. When are Millwall gonna realise that everyone we signed ever from Scotland is shit? And going some shit other than Alex Ray. That's <laughs> <laughs> underwhelming, Adam. You're saying about um. I mean, a lot of people are saying, "Yeah, we need a big man up top." Fergie Senior, he's from North of the Border, are you mate? But I just don't think that we're ever going to play that way. I think it's always going to be the one striker. Now, uh, people talk about Devante Cole from Barnsley. I said a long time ago when he was, I think he was at Fleetwood, go and get Devante Cole. But um. We'll get on to transfer news, etc. in a bit. Joe Turner said he's lazy in this bit. I much prefer a phobia. I was thinking about... I wasn't thinking about a phobia. That sounds weird. I, no, I saw a photo from someone who went to... Tom King. Why? Tom King. Tom King. Oh, you saw it?
3: Yeah, I saw it, yeah.
0: And he was with uh, Benicophobe, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah Benicaphobe's still playing. Yeah. Still scoring as well.
0: Yeah. Not surprising, that... that- that uh, level. Nisbet has got five goals and Brad Goat has got four. Yes. But don't forget, Nisbet started the season. Brad Goat. Nisbet started the season over Bradshaw. Bradshaw couldn't get in for a while. Then Nisbet got injured and Bradshaw came in. Then Bradshaw got injured and Nisbet went on like that. So, And don't forget, um, Bradshaw scored a lot. in. Very, when we've turned this corner under Edwards, playing the way we're playing, Saville put one in for him against qpr which he scored and then against norwich brook Norton covered put one in exactly the same didn't he Brooke, i think definitely in, in edward's mind he, he's made that decision now that bradshaw is going to be um his number one choice if fit right so that's all the players i wanted to ask you about ken that's all I, I, think, I think a lot of them are, you know sarkic norton coffee fleming what Longman. And this, but I think they're all just the t- I'm not digging our team out because, we're, you know, we're doing all right under the new manager. We like what's happening. So it's not like a, me saying, oh, this us all slag these players off. They divide opinion. And, and I think, you know, from what me and you have conflicted on there and from what people said in the comments, you can see that's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people saying some things and some people saying the opposite. Right, let's move on to the news that was confirmed today by the club. Jaffet Tanganga. He's nearly 25 years old. He'll be 25 in March. Um, Can play anywhere across the back line. Centre-back or right-back has signed for Millwall until the end of the season from Tottenham Hotspur. Very, very exciting news that I've gathered the sense of from our fan base. Of course, I'm happy about it, but I will obviously throw a few spanners in the works later down the line. But, Ken, Jaffa...
3: Tanganga I was going to talk about Actually the, the Probably some of the spanners That you're going to throw in um, Okay And this is This is Typical for our fan base um, Is that Well he's had an injury Yeah And the, the thing is Is I'm going to be honest with you If he didn't have that injury Then two years ago He was going to go and sign For AC Milan <laughs>
0: That's fucking mad isn't it I think right. that could be things In football
3: Do you know what I mean So Let's have it right about Tanganga. He's played, um, if, my, if my stats are right, he's played over 50 Premiership League games. Um, and he's also played in the Champions League. Right? Tore Sterling a new one and to uh, Zaha a new one. Right? So, if anyone don't think that he's worth a gamble... Is that this game? That's <laughs> it. There you go. <laughs> If anyone don't think that this guy is a gamble, just because he's had an injury, when we were happy to um, take Bart when he had a bad knee, we've taken Nisbet when he had a bad knee. Um, you know, we've taken we've taken a lot of players and gambled, and no one's mugged. Right? This guy here is twenty five years old. Obviously, he's twenty five. Yeah, yeah. So from Tottenham Hotspur, um, they've cleared him to be able to play. So, they've sent him out on loan. He hasn't got any games, but he was then cleared there to play. He's then come to Millwall at a medical and he's cleared to play. So, we've got someone that was going to sign for AC Milan two years ago on loan. Mm. (laughs) Was there to moan about?
0: No, there's nothing to moan about at all. Um, You usually love a moan about something. You've gone the other way on this one. I've been following him since his first documentary. Documentary? Documentary. And I'm so excited about him. I've not seen that, but I've heard a lot of people mention it. Um, he was actually on loan at Alfsberg, yeah, in, in the Bundesliga, I believe that is. He didn't play any games whatsoever, so I don't know what happened over there, but um, they actually had an option to buy him at the end of the season. He's in the last year of his Spurs contract. He has got the option to extend that by a year himself. And I think I think Kieran was saying in the group, yeah, he's, he's on a lot of money, you know, because said, I don't think, because when I said we're getting him like before he got said during the day, I said, apparently we're getting this guy signed, And Kieran said, I can't see, he's on too much dough unless we're paying half his wages. So um, it's definitely exciting. He's going to be looking to prove himself now and sort of kickstart his career. But another really important thing is, is, is that he said on Sky Sports earlier, but someone had already told me as well, that he sort of chose us over um, two or three other clubs. Now, when does that ever happen to us? It never happens. And Mill 4th Gen says, if it was still here, then we wouldn't have signed Tanganga. It's going to work well for us with Joe Edwards having all these contacts.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, if we still had Rowitt in charge, he probably would have tried re-signing glass ankles, wouldn't he? Or, you know, or something like that.
2: <coughs> yeah.
3: You know... Someone think- he worked with previously, definitely. <laughs> without, not that, without, really. if Although
0: it was as worked yeah. with Tanganga previously, I don't mind this
3: one. Um, but yeah, this this is the this is the idea now is that he's got some contacts. Look, we're not going to expect to have the whole of the England under twenty ones or twenty threes, you know, turning up at Millwall. But he knows what was going coming in and out of that door, you know, when he was there. Um, he also probably had chats with the likes of Gareth Southgate. Um, and other people about the quality of young players coming through so you know it'd be more than likely he's got a list of 10 players on a sheet of paper which he goes do you know what we couldn't buy these but they'd be really good for us
0: yeah
3: you know um, and he's got the contacts to fulfil it or at least try but we said you know it's talking to his ex um, his ex-employees um, and Joe Edwards is having a chat with Conte and Jose Mourinho and Pochettino. Do you
0: know what I mean? It's, that's the it's difference. I think, again, I missed the trick again. We're saying that, you know, he was at um, he was at Chelsea. He was at Everton. But I think the key could be this, his England connections. Mm. He was part of the coaching staff that they won. I'm not sure what cup it was. He did say on the interview with the club because he was purring about it. And that's how he's always known Tanganga. But to be involved within an England setup, you say that's all, like you said, it's next level. And you've not just got Chelsea, you've just got Everton. You're in contact. You've got a massive network there to work with, haven't you?
3: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, this is why I think that in time, Joe Edwards could be the real deal.
0: Mm. Well, he said one of them catch-22 ones again. You know, he's, If he's brilliant for us, you know what the fuck's going to happen. He's going to go and sign elsewhere. But it's um, exciting to see him come in. Edwards was purring about earlier. And uh, I'll get on to the... I will, I will mention injuries because... Something's have got to have happened for him to be... I don't want, I don't want to be negative. But if, you're getting <laughs> time, if you're getting talks of uh, maybe... Uh, <coughs> here we go, fucking tank anger at AC Milan. And then two years later, you're signing, you're signing for Millwall. Something's got to have happened there along the lines of... I'm not saying he's got a bad attitude, but, you know, that or injuries. So, you yeah, <laughs> know, it takes time to come back, doesn't it, sometimes? It takes time to, to readjust and, and get yourself back. But when he, he made his Spurs debut against Liverpool... There's people saying in that thing, oh. yeah. Look, Martin, uh, Metin, sorry, said it there. Look, last time I seen him play, he got sent off against Crystal Palace. Two bad tackles, yeah. That was that photo up earlier. Because when I posted in the group, you went, Ain't that the bloke that, um, give had a right ding dong was a hard. I sent you that, I went, Yeah, looks like it. Looks so, like he yeah. one yeah. as well,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I can't work out whether Fucking, he's eight foot tall, will saw hard on his knees, or he's, I don't know what's going on
3: there. I think, he, I think he'd, um, he'd tackled him and he went to get up and he's pushed him back down. <laughs> so he'd definitely oh, be a fucking hit right again. In. Yeah, he'll fit right in with us.
0: No problems. And then the, the, the big one that everyone's talking about is the opening game of the 2021 season for Spurs against Man City. You know, and he, he got man of the match. And there's a whole, there's a whole montage of, of that yeah. on YouTube. It lasts about four minutes and he, like, he sticks stirring up in the air. He looks yeah, unbelievable. I know Spurs fans yeah. are saying... Someone was saying to me earlier that he's mate's Spurs fan. And he went, like, No offense. I'm really surprised he's come to you. I thought he might go to a Nottingham Forest or a Luton, do you know what I mean? Within within his division. But I've obviously decided, Spurs, that um that he's going to come to the championship. And for him to choose us over over two other three clubs is nice as
3: well. I suppose the only the only negative that you could probably throw at it is, is they'd rather have that Alfie Dorrington on the bench. Than than tangana, gang, well, fucking tang tangana, you know. So, so why the big question is, why, you know, yeah. why, why did he not break through again? Is he another one of these players that can't play the way that we want to play? But is he a, or is he a, a beast? Mm-hmm. You know, is he another Jake Cobra?
0: Well, he signed a five year deal and he's on a lot of a lot of money. Don't forget, he's, he's 24, that Dorrington's 19. So I'm well, guessing they might be thinking, look, it ain't going to work out for him here. Um, let's try and get him out on loan with a view to buy from that ausberg And that could, like you know, get a bit of money back on a, on a, on a fucking very long-term in, investment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
3: So it's yeah. a
0: good question. Like you said, he's... um. He's... uh. Sorry. Someone just sent me the, the height of my kid, and I asked them for how tall he was, and it's just completely thrown me. I texted his step and said, how tall is he? Because I want to tell him some like, VR experience thing. Yeah. He was like, why? And I was like, don't worry, I'm not sending him off in the post or anything. And I told him mine And that was earlier today, and he just messaged me and said, Fraser's <laughs> Phrases four foot six. I was just like, well, I forgot what I asked him. But um, no, it's good. We can go to VR. <laughs> anyway, back to the show. Sorry. Uh, Steve Lee 27 Premier League games, Eight FA Cup games, eight European games, including the Champions League. Yeah, I mean, fucking hell. We'll take it all day long over, no disrespect to Alex Pierce or anyone like that, but signed for us previously in transfer windows, Jason Shackleton. <laughs> Is it Jason? No, Jason.
3: Jay, Jamie.
0: No, Jamie Shackleton. And now I was called Jason Shackle something. He was a centre-back. New Irish met him in Kings Cross in the coffee bit and someone took a photo. New Irish was fuming, apparently. Anyway, he, either of them put together. We'd rather have um, Tanganga. the Tube says, watched an interview of him a few years back. Seems a proper innocent guy. But he's a nutter on the pitch. Suits us well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to him being involved Saturday. Will he be involved Saturday? He's waiting on um, international clearance. He's English, of course, but he's Congolese. Congolese. He's, I won't I won't kill you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna I've got to say something uh, so before the show he was like, Yeah, he's he's from Cosmo, and I went, What are you that that's hangangri's from Cosmo? I said, Cosmo? Where's, where's that out of space?
3: He's Congolese. I think there is a there is a country called Cosmo. Didn't didn't Jimmy Abdo play for them, Cosmo? No, Comoros. Oh no, I right, fair enough. Steve
0: help us out, mate. Is there a country called Cosmo, or does anyone <laughs> else know? But I know Steve will. Taloon, that's it, Steve. The Taloon tournament they won together. That's right. Fucking, I've missed you. <laughs> anyone bringing a bit of sense to the stream? He's not even on the screen. Ah, okay. This is what. So we're going to move on now to. Um,
2: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
1: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
0: Other transfer stuff, and you've led me on nicely there because Charlie Creswell is at the top of my list on the next page. Which is our last page. 46 minutes. There's only two of us, though. We've done all right. We? Um yeah. <laughs> dragged it out for a long, <laughs> for nearly an hour. Um no, I'm enjoying it. Glad to be back. Uh Creswell. So does this, this, this mean I didn't put this in the video last night. Does this mean now that we're not in pursuit of Charlie Creswell? Now that got sparked, that that fuel got uh, fired by that fire got fueled by <laughs> what say? um what's his name? Fucking hell, the K- the Kieranites. K- 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 Alan Nixon. Yeah. And then it, it spread like wildfire. And, you know, have we, haven't we? It turns out, coming from a Leeds um, journo, that we have bid for Charlie Creswell, along with a few other clubs, but we're not in the, um, within their valuation <laughs> so far. Surprise, surprise. Remember we bid for Dean Windass, uh, Josh Windas, and they wanted for like 400 grand, and we offered him, like, we offer him, like, 40 grand like a year for fucking... 20 quid. Yeah. Double,
3: try
0: double. To buy him like an house. Yeah, try to <laughs> buy him like an house. Charlie Creswell, does that mean that Creswell is now not coming to the meal wall? Or was he ever coming to the meal wall? Will we have bid for him? And Leeds have said he is available to buy, and he clearly wants out. So I don't know. Ken, would you still be keen to get Creswell in, regardless of
3: Tanganga? Yeah, definitely. I think that... Um... I think that you have to look at something, someone like Creswell as a long term, um, loads of people are saying, we ain't got it. We ain't got it. Well, listen, our owner is a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. If he wanted to, if he wanted to splash out four mil, we could, Right? Well, I'm sick of this budget crap that we always talk about. We've got one of the smallest budgets. We haven't got one of the smallest budgets. We spend the least, Right? Um, doesn't mean we've got one of the smallest budgets. Um, Creswell, I think they, they I saw somewhere else that you could buy him for probably about two point five, um, and then pay the rest later. He's twenty one years old, and yeah. when Leeds were in the Premiership, they said that he would be the next the next England captain. Right? Not saying that that's true, but what I'm saying is is that he at twenty one years old, you could get three years out of him. And then potentially, you could probably double your money, um, if not more.
0: Is he a good player? Yes. But also, what you saying is an investment.
3: Yeah, 100%. And, and I think that, you know, again, this is my, just my opinion and my opinion only. As much I love him. Hutchinson is going to be play three games, play really well, um, and then be out with another injury. I don't think that Cooper's up to this new style of play. So... We don't actually have that much at the back, and I think if you had say like Tanganga, Cri- imagine this, right? Norton Cuffey, Tanganga, Cresswell, Brian. Who's going to want to go up against
0: that? I don't, well, I don't think they. I don't think you'd see Norton Cuffey as a and a right back, but I like the sound of it. Not
3: really, no, <laughs> but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely again a, a young player. In the right, the year like four million. We're always saying we've got no money. We're always saying oh no, we have to so, so let's get ahead, let's get ahead of the game this time. Let's not buy someone for pittance and then sell them for pittance. Let's let's buy someone, spend a little bit more than we usually would, and then later down the line, hopefully, like you say, four or five years, we've had plenty of fucking game time out of them. Yeah. And then we and then we double our money. That's that's an investment. That's making money. It's not losing money. Yeah. It's, it's looking
3: yeah. at things long term, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's is a perfect opportunity for that. It's a great investment. You'll get three good <laughs> performance wise. You know that. Um, is he better than Wes Arden and is he better than Jake Cooper? I'd say yes.
0: Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, 100%. Different type of player. Lee's what, 4 million? Uh, have we have made a bid? Yeah, I believe we have made a bid for Creswell. Um, I haven't got the graphic to hand, though. Chris Hayes loves a then debate. Do you know what I do as well? It's just, it's just getting everyone together on the same day. To, to be honest, today I was sitting indoors. I didn't have work today and I'd filmed the preview yesterday and I was just flicking through Twitter thinking, come on, give me some transfer news. And I nearly went with the Alan Campbell story, which I'll get onto to later. And I thought, there's no point really until it happens. Um, and I just put in a group about four o'clock. Anyone fancy a den debate tonight? And Ken was like, yep, but we should try and do them weekly so, uh, midweek games and people got work and family bits and bobs Steve Lee seems to think that Creswell won't come we can't afford him and that Tanganga was the second choice <laughs> break the bank and throw Fleming in as a sweet are you drinking fizzy water yeah you fucking you've changed you posh prick look <laughs> i saying nothing, right? Um, <laughs> oh, it's a bit of an in-joke there, so I can't, I can't share it. Maybe one day. um the, the, This was also just very similar to the Criswell, the Criswell incident, as I call it. uh Was the mistake was not getting Ballard? Should have done everything we could to get him at the time. Yeah, I mean, he's been brilliant for something. He had an absolute fucking stinker against Newcastle in the FA Cup. Did you see it?
3: No, know, I, know, I see that he'd scored an own goal. but I don't
0: and he, it, was a, it was a great own goal as well, caught on a volley, sweet as a nut. <laughs> <laughs> passed their keeper, didn't even see it. And then he, he gave away the penalty as well.
3: Yeah, I think that we should learn from things like the Ballard situation. Mm. Ballard, again, was really good for us.
0: Yeah, John Robertson as well. You're right, John, like... Look at Cooper, look at Hutchinson. Yeah. You get a centre back in, they like they just seem centre back seems to last a long time at clubs, don't they? Don't know why that is. I suppose you get a good striker and he yeah. fucking scores a load of goals, someone ends up buying him. Sunderland yeah. have come in for Creswell,
3: metin says. Um I <laughs> if oh, Blackburn went or is happening huh? is Sunderland have Creswell and Ballard at the back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's probably imagine. oh, that'll make me sick. Blackburn are interested, but got no money, have they? They're, they're struggling financially. And they're struggling in the league at the minute as well. Um, switch I believe, leave or so. I mean, it's good. this is the thing. Like When people said, we're not getting Creswell. Well, he clearly enjoyed his time at the club. He's got, it's not, you know, a dodgy Twitter page. Leeds have said, if you want him, you know, he can leave the club. Leeds have said that. So it's not, you know, hearsay. He's going to go somewhere.
3: Yeah, um, and, I, and I bet you any money, he's absolutely begging to be coming back to the Millwall. I, I, I genuinely believe that, but you know, it's it's not that. If you asked him, I think
0: Curtis Galloway, sparkling water is like pins and needles in your mouth. I couldn't work out what was wrong with it, but Curtis has just confirmed it. So come on, fizzy water, yes or no? Who likes it? Who doesn't? In the, in the, in the comments, uh, you know, what? it's fizzy water, but it tastes disgusting. But it's just water. So how can it taste disgusting? I think it's just it just doesn't go in my head. Yeah. I'm like, oh, water. Well, it's fizzy. Yeah.
3: It shouldn't. You shouldn't. Know my problem is is that I I've, I used to drink probably about a litre and a half of fizzy drinks a day, right? And and, and oh. I like the, the fizz. So, But now I'm on this health thing that I've been on for the last couple of months. Drinking fizzy water helps me get that pins and needles yeah, in buzz. my mouth.
0: Well, I'm doing that in a minute without. I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm drinking alcohol weekend, like, but I used to booze every night. Not, not pissed, but I'd it have is. a couple of beers or a glass of wine every night. And I'm not doing that now, but I do have to have a treat. But I've ended up ironing out like five of these today.
3: Yeah. That's yeah. Amazing, is it? No, that's what I mean. But I can't believe you've gone and asked me a wall fans with a like sparkling water <laughs> <haven't they? laughs> I'm going to get a load of grief now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see them at the next away game. They'll all be buying me sparkling waters. Yeah, that, didn't someone buy you something because you said you liked it? What was it? Yeah, Was it Chris Brown? He bought me a. Uh, he brought me a sausage roll, bless him. But I think that was a Preston away. Yeah, do you like Rolex watches? Those well? <laughs> Rolex watches and just red notes. Just...
0: <laughs> Full of Duty, no right? Oh, right, I you. You was right. It was a silly question, really. <laughs> Hell, no, no, right. No thanks. Yeah, that was a that was a silly thing to ask them. Um, love the old lemon fizz. Yes, yeah, decent that stuff. It's fucking cheap as well. Um, right, I've got a pineapple crush. No, I have tried that one. This is just um, lemon. It's like a cheap lemon fanta.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, I can't believe we've got to
0: this. Oh. No. Yeah, no, I've got it now. I've got it now. Oh, that's one one. <laughs> <laughs> that's your equalizer. Right. Um, So we've we got like little personal life private jokes, which we can't discuss the content of. Not to incriminate either of us, but it's just, yeah. Right. Anyway, moving on. Um, who are we looking at now? <laughs> I can't believe we'll two of them Caribbean crushed there and all. Right. Oh, okay. So, talking about other transfers, <coughs> rumours, players that could be coming in or out. Today, Joe Edwards come out and said this after we signed Tanganga to Richard Cowley, of course, the Messiah. Edwards said that he is delighted with the signing of Tanganga, but added, I certainly don't want him to be the only one. Adds that a number nine. Oh, adds that a number nine is... The most in-demand position to recruit for, when asked about frontline additions, is another thing I like about Joe Edwards. I think he sees what the rest of us see. Sometimes I just think, what is Rowett looking at, or why is he going after that type of player? Like we clearly need a striker, yeah. and there is confirmed Joe Edwards has said, in effect, there to Richard Calder making it a lot fucking easier to read than I read it. Um, we're not done yet in the transfer window. I don't want Tanganga to be the only one in and we're going to focus on getting in another number nine. Not a ten. Oh, yeah, Not Matt Smith?
3: <laughs> I mean, like I used to love Matt Smith and I honestly think that we could have utilised him a lot more when we had him. Um, <coughs> sorry. But the same with um, same that I do with, with Ryan Leonard, now right in our squad. But um, we do need, I don't know, you know, like Rowett used to say, like we, maybe we could go in for Juki, you know, or...
0: <laughs> that Jukovic, you always just scored. yeah, Juki's a good pro and all that.
3: Yeah, just, just someone big, bold, can get their head on the ball, can hold the ball up, can can bully, because the problem is, is I, I really like Bradshaw, right, but you can't rely on Bradshaw to be our 25 goal a season striker, right? He'll score goals, and he'll put a shift in. That's exactly what we want from him. However, no strikers that we have in our squad can be a 25-goal-a-season striker. Now, what we can have is we could have two up top and get 25, 30 goals between them.
0: Well, that's what happened last year with Fleming and Bradshaw, isn't it? Yeah. Because um, of Fle- a yeah. uh, just quickly as well about Bradshaw. He put such a shift in that I don't think you couldn't do that twice a week. He'll end up getting injured or, you know, as he is now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking yeah. lot of work for one man to do. Yeah,
3: he, he, he works tirelessly. He's a, he's a better Gregory, in my opinion. Um, but, unfortunately, Gregory scored loads of goals because he had a Steve Morrison next to him. You know, and, and, I, and I think that's what we're missing. We are missing just that. Nisbet, for me, I couldn't care less if he don't play another game for Millwall. But, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he's the answer. I'd like to be proven wrong.
0: Well, again, yeah, we both, we both love to eat our words and so we've been wrong before and say, so, yeah, we're wrong about it this bit. but when, when the thing is, I don't think we're ever going to play two up front, but, you know, to be <coughs> mixing it up as well uh, is a name. Stephen Ball, good evening, mate. Hope you're well. Kiefer Moy, for me, he's the most likened player I can think of to, like, as you say, a Matt Smith, bit of an old school-ish centre forward that, as we said earlier, don't really sort of. He's he's, die, he's a dying breed, shall we say?
3: Yeah, um, yeah, definitely one hundred percent. He's not getting in at Bournemouth, is he? Um, no. And I think he. But the problem is, the minute the minute that we go for someone like Kiefer Moore, all of a sudden Cardiff apparently want him back, and then he's always going to go to Cardiff. Um,
0: well, wasn't we going to get him in the last window? He was coming for talks, and then. <laughs> Bournemouth were going to buy a player. That player fell through, and then we couldn't end up getting Kefer Moore. But apparently, we he was going to talk to us, but Cardiff didn't come in at the last minute, and he obviously would have gone back there being Welsh and having yeah. previously played for Cardiff. I'm going to say,
3: yeah, played yeah, yes, he did play for Cardiff.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think, I think, I mean, I wouldn't say no, Steve, to um, to Kiefer Moore. Definitely not. I think. In the here and now, in this window, I think Joe Edwards is going to follow similar suit to what he's just done with Tanganga, and I think he'll go out and loan a young Premier League striker that he's worked with before yeah. at England level. That's what I think he'll probably do. I don't think you, I don't think we'll we'll splash money here and now. People are saying Devante Cole, um, I said a long time ago we should have signed Cole, so he can't be that young anymore. Um, people saying um the fella from Notts County. Yeah, I, I think
3: saw people,
0: that. About, I, yeah. think, I think, uh, think people are going to be queuing up for those types of players. I mean, if you said to me, who would I want right here, right now? I'd go out and say, by Whitaker from Plymouth. But he's going to be going to the Premier League. He's only young, he's scoring shitloads loads of goals for them. So I think in here and now, I might be wrong, but that's my opinion. I think he'll go, right, got one Premier League only... I'm going to go and get a second striker now, the one that I know. And I think that's probably what it will do. But it's, it's, it's good to see that someone's going to be coming in.
3: I think the problem, the only problem that you have with getting a striker in is is where does that leave Maku?
0: Yeah. Evening, Joseph.
3: Evening, Joe.
0: Joe couldn't join us tonight. So I did leave it late. Jump on the next one, Joe. Yeah. Um, well, this is the thing of Maku. I don't think that... Joe Edwards sees him as a striker, right? I think he sees him not as a central number nine. I think he sees him as more one of these in a in a fucking Norton Cuffey or a Wattmore bracket, a wide striker. I'm, I'm not overly keen on this wide striker <sighs> position. I know I know you're very old school. You like four four two two strikers and, and, and wingers get your crosses in, but it's just the way everyone's going. But just I don't know. Look, I think you mentioned less of a threat. But Amaku, I, I mean. He's not really been getting a massive opportunity at the minute anyway, has he?
3: No, but I think this is, we, this is where we fall short, then, you know. Uh, and I'm not saying that he would have been the answer or he was the answer at all. But Vogel Slammer was an out and out number nine. Yeah. Never uh, played there once, did he? Didn't play there once. And I think one, I, I, I don't know, actually, I think maybe Norwich away he might have come on right at the end, played like 10 minutes, he hit the crossbar and all that sort of stuff. He was, he was, you know, quite electric. But we play these players on the right. We play these strikers on on the wings, effectively. Yeah. And we're not mm-hmm. getting the best out. Amaku is Amaku's a striker. He ain't a winger.
0: We started against Preston up front, I thought he was fucking brilliant. And then never really played there again since. Yeah. And again, he gets thrown on here and there. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see, actually, if he was fit right now, because obviously he dislocated his shoulder. What are you doing in training? Fucking
3: doing
0: that. Looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> <MMA, laughs> I was going to say, what's the thing like the, the mad fitness thing that everyone goes and does? We go through all the fucking ropes and tough T-9 mother yet, what, we're oh, all yeah. doing tough mother at fucking training or something.
3: Well, I've done one of them. Wouldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah I've done the Southampton one, the big boy. Did you really? Yeah.
0: You know, we're back in training now on that treadmill. Steve Lee's won't want Keith more. Don't really rate him. KP's just buzzing Joe O'Mara's ear. Joe and Mara, as we know very well, would love to see Kiefer Moore back. Joe and Connor met him in a bar, bumps into him one night, and that story never gets old. Fourth I'll January.
3: He'll, he'll track that photo back in the WhatsApp group for a millionth time.
0: Put, put it in, Joe, for old time sake. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Kate, well, there's a bit of love, a bit of mutual love. Steve's still in hospital. Get well soon, mate. Um. Longstaff, that's the one from Notts County But it's going to happen And in my opinion, I think that's what we'll do I think um, We will go for Another pre- uh, Premier League Young striker, low knee To fill the void Funny enough, not another Troy Parrott <laughs> I googled him the other day Why did I go? Oh no, I, don't. So Tim, I googled him Who saw that photo where he said We always do good business with Spurs yeah. Other than you, blah, 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 blah. And, and you, and Archer, and it's Archer. Troy Parrott's out somewhere abroad, and he's scoring a few goals. Devante Cole, thank you, Mitten, is 28. Joe just put the pin
3: in the <laughs> WhatsApp group. Has he put it in? Yeah. 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 Here it is.
0: <laughs> Joe, Keith, and Moore, and Connor in the Lions TV WhatsApp group. I'm sure nothing else pops up on that screen. Devante Coles, 28. Yes, kicking on a bit, isn't he? Right, of course, I would love Sammy Smolich. I would love Sammy Smolich at Mio. He's a uh, championship top scorer. But I don't think he's going to be coming to Mio. If anything, he's going to be going higher, and he's 28 as well.
3: Yeah, he's a great player.
0: Mate, when he's at Bristol City, he'd message will going, get me to Mio, get me to Mio, I won't play me here. Where was he before that, Peterborough? Started at Colchester, that's when I met him. Colchester. Colchester. Um, And you know when I was tour manager for Chris Hughes, Chris and Kem?
3: Yeah.
0: Well, he was mates with Kem, just because they're both from the same area. So he would come out and I would come out, and then we just got mates through that. And then he went to to Bristol City for a million pounds from uh, Colchester. Never played. Never played him once. Then they sold him to Peterborough. And then he, he kicked on, done really well for Peterborough. Then he went to Blackburn. Now he's like their fucking best player.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, Steve's saying about the formation as well. But I think it's going be it's just going to be one up front forever from now on.
3: I've just seen in, in one of the comments, it's, it's gone now, but uh, Steve of Ball said he's in hospital. So I uh, hope you recover quickly, mate.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, with whatever's wrong with you.
0: Do I see Dan Marsh in there as well? The real Dan Marsh, the fake Dan Marsh, right? Other transfer news. Okay, this comes from Dan Marsh, the journal, journo Dan Marsh. Luton Town are looking at potential destinations for Alan Campbell. The twenty-five, I didn't realise he was that young. The twenty-five-year-old midfielder season-long line at Mill could have been cut short. Could be cut short if another move can be unlikely to be movement until Mills strengthen themselves I don't get what that means because we've got four fit central midfielders without him yeah. Mitchell Honeyman, Savile, Denor and Lennon can play there if absolutely need be well that's probably his best position but no one likes to play him there so I don't understand that we're holding up Alan Campbell leaving to one what, 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 fifth centre midfielder but he's been for me one of the biggest fucking letdowns of a sign in recent times Gutted when we didn't get him originally from Motherwell when he went to Luton. Then buzzing on transfer deadline day when he joined at the same time as Ryan Longman. And he's just been fucking non-existent, mate, isn't he?
3: I think, that, I think that what Millwall should do is let him go back to Luton, but don't announce it and wonder when anyone's going to realise that he's gone. Like, you wouldn't, would you? Like, it would take six months and you go, ain't we got Alan Campbell in the side? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's just like... As Millwall fans, we can. Bah fucking hell, if we had long if we had
0: Campbell we would have we would have done all right. I oh, no, yeah, no. He's been such a fucking just I'm dis I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. Cause I was so, I really thought he's I mean, where's he gonna go now? He's come to me a wall, can't get in. I ain't even can get in the squad now. I did hear that he don't really interact with anyone. He gets on the coach at the away game, sits at the front, puts his headphones on, don't talk to any of them. Don't have anything to do with anyone at training, don't have a laugh or a joke. So he obviously don't really want to be there, does he? Yeah. Where's he going to go from here? I t- where he'll probably go. He'll fucking probably go back to Motherwell and get Scottish Player of the fucking Year. Yeah, and that's very true. But I, f- I agree with that. We never yeah. needed him in the fucking first place. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I mean, in hindsight, we never needed him in the first place. When we got him, we was all going, fucking hell, this could be... But he was, a- it was one of Gary Rowett's less successful signings. You said the same. You're going to drive Campbell or Luton right now. Don't have a licence, don't have a car. <laughs> did you say car, Did I say? Oh, no, don't no, have no. a licence, don't give a shit. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Steve Lee. Yeah, he has been poor, Steve. He has been poor. But he's not a bad player, he's just not fitted in. But when he has played, he's one of them. He's like another fucking Ryan Sunnycliffe. You don't, don't yeah. know he's fucking out there.
3: Yeah. Agree. I, I don't. I don't remember any specific pass, any specific uh, type of play, tackle, shot.
0: He was. seen inv- One thing I can remember. He was involved in Zian Fleming's goal away Preston. He didn't directly set it up, but he was involved and then got it through to the North and then the put it to Fleming. Other than that, I think the last time he played. Was he did he play away at Cardiff? I think he played away at Cardiff. I didn't know he's on the pitch.
3: Oh. horrendous play.
0: Horrendous play. Right, so he's 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 on the way out by the look of it. He's got two assists this season. Tunnicliffe. Tunacliff. Campbellin. <laughs> right. Now before we finish, other youngsters at the club, one has gone out. His name is Nino. That's what everyone just calls him at the club, Nino. Nido Adam Malaki. That's what you can see why. Gone out on loan to link up with ex-mill legend Steve Morrison. He's Morrison's first signing at Sutton United. <laughs> Harry Smith and Aidan O'Brien also play for Sutton United. Harry Smith's currently banned, shot for mouthing off an official. Um, <coughs> good plan, Nino. Like him a lot, gets on the bench a lot, on the fringes. I would assume that us signing um, Joe Bryan, maybe put pace in getting his opportunity this year. And Murray Wallace, sort of, I'd say, mini-revival Murray Wallace. But yeah, good for him, um, Ken. But I was thinking, oh, we've got some other youngsters I've not heard anything about for ages. Tom Lee for one, um, Seb Dros for another. We have got a few out on loan. I think Abdul Malik and someone else have just come back from somewhere else. Um no, what's it? You got no fans, what's his team? Wellstone, yeah. that's what they was. Yeah. But here's a player that's a young player at the club, not getting a sniff in the first team. Romain essay, cue the meltdown in the sec in the comment section. <laughs> Would it be worth sticking essay out? Are we doing him a disjustice, not playing him? Of course, oh. that's him celebrating the opening day of the season when he came off the bench and scored the winner, assisted by Aidomo Amaku. What are you saying, Ken, about Romain Essay? Because there's lots and lots of interest in this and difference in opinions.
3: I think that I think that when he first started playing for us, you you one hundred percent would question why he was, wasn't in the squad if he you know, if he weren't in the squad, you'd be like, Well, why didn't he playing? Um However, what I will say is the last couple of times I've seen him come on the pitch, he looks awful, um, <laughs> and, and he looks about a foot taller.
0: Um, I don't disagree really with anything you say. I just love the way you just come out and cutthroat. Say so it's brilliant. And <laughs> why has he got so tall? I don't know. He's I don't only know. young. So he's probably still
3: growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was eight foot when he came on the other day. I know. I know. And, and and the problem is he's had his hair braided, so he should look shorter. But you as know, well, mean,
0: like he's getting taller, but he's not. Filling it out, it's like he's nicking it from here and just stretching it. Yeah, so he's getting taller, but he, he's, he's like getting skinnier.
3: Yeah, I just don't think that you know, I don't know. I think SA from maybe two, three months ago, you'd argue, why is he not getting in the team? And you can also argue that you know, well, he hasn't had any, any game time. How do you expect him to look good after playing 10 minutes? But yeah, true, he, he was coming on for 10 minutes two, three months ago and looking good, so um. I would say if you're not going to have him in your squad and he's not going to be useful because he, to Joe Edwards, he's obviously not useful in a 90 minute game to him. That's clearly, clearly obvious, but he is a talent. So what we need to do is we need to go and give him game time, let him progress. You know, would he be okay to go down to League One or is he too good for League One? No. If he's too good, then does he go to a championship side?
0: Yes, we ain't going to loan. We ain't going to loan into a championship side. I oh. think, and I, I'm, I said this a long time ago. I think that maybe not long, long, long term, but for the here and now, Amaka will come to the forefront massively in front of Essay. And some people said I was mad, and once again, I was proved right. But anyway, um, I think Roman Essay, as much as the talent as he is, from what we've seen, highlights of him playing for um, England. When he first came into our team, he looked really good in patches. I think our fan base has massively, massively remembered something that hasn't happened with him because I don't think he's anywhere near as good as everyone seems to think he is. For the only reason I'll say that is he's never fucking played. Mm. I'm not saying he can't be that good or he isn't a brilliant talent. He has never, ever played. He's hardly ever played for us. Yeah, he, he, he missed out the 21s. Fair enough. That's good for him well done, to get straight into the first team. And he made a couple of cameos as a sub, run down the wing, took on three players and and fell over, or run down the wing, took on three players and and crossed it over the stand. I'm not saying he's not a talent or he's going to be a great player, but when, what is Joe Edwards? Because he had the England stuff, everyone's going, SA's going to play every week. And he hasn't played, everyone's going, why isn't SA playing? I can't, because SA's never played. That's why SA isn't playing, because he's never played for us. I think people are, are misremembering it. But I do think he would benefit from a loan. Massively. You've got to do something. You can't let fucking Abdul Malik, um, Adam Malaki, uh, George Walker, who's come back now. What's the big centre-half called who went to Bromley? Chinakole. You can't let all these players go out because they're too good. Not good enough for the first team. Yeah. But you can't keep SA because he's too good for the 21s but not quite good enough for the first team. But then we don't want to lose him and he's just going to do nothing. And that's probably why he's actually has gone a little bit backwards. You
3: know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Because when, when he first joined, when he first joined, started getting the first team, he was a breath of fresh air. He's definitely gone backwards. And that's to be, like you said, that's understandable. He's not played the ball, is he?
3: I think that maybe if he went, you know, maybe going to Sutton with, with Morrison. With,
0: with, yeah. With well, Steve before. just said he'll take him as well.
3: Yeah. I think he's someone like, else he, just put as well, take him to Cambridge with Harris. You know, I'd let someone give him ninety minutes a game. Let him progress. If he's on loan and he's absolutely smashing it, you can call him back anyway. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I think he's better than that, Michael. But on the subject, Tyler be signed for Oxford, didn't he? Went out to Sweden for a bit, wherever he was.
3: Yeah, done nothing. Sat on the bench for um, for six
0: yeah. months. Or done. This is this is a good good point as Steve said. It's happened just a couple of years ago. We, we got... Every year, we're either in and around the playoffs or we're fighting relegation. We're not, you know, full team with 10 games to go. Can't go up, can't go down. That did happen a couple of years ago, three years ago, something like that. I think, can't remember. And then you can give these players a run. But I think with SA, I think as a fan base, I mean, I, 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 not really me. I'll get football, football. And if he's not good enough, he don't get in. So you sit on the bench. But I do think that our fan base might be getting a bit pissed off that, all right, if he's not playing, he's not playing, but you need to look after him. You need to have a plan for him. If he's going to be this big talent, then you need to say, look, SA's we think you'd benefit from a loan. We're sending him out with Steve Morrison rest of the season. People will go fucking great. Yeah. But he's probably one of the very few. that If he doesn't play, people don't really care. But yeah. if he doesn't play, people are going, what is going on with SA? We need, I think you would benefit them to give a little bit of a fucking update. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, and have a little where plan for him.
3: That's where, they, that's where they probably are going wrong. It's the communication, isn't it? But then that's always been limited. Communication yeah. to our fan base has always been limited. Um, and probably because after the time they can't make their own fucking minds up to be able to tell us what's going on.
0: Liam Buxton, I, think you've, I thought I i thought I weren't scrolling down the questions, but you've asked it about 15 times. Um So I, I don't know, mate. Well, it's going to be a striker, I would have thought, and I'm going for a young Premier League
3: low knee. Um, my brother's in the chat. Oh yeah,
0: young Premier League striker. I just in. What more (laughs) could you wish for? Maybe a treadmill at the end of your garden. Who knows, Sully?
3: He's given Um, up. He's retired now.
0: Is he, is he retired finally, is he? Yeah,
3: he's retired, yeah.
0: Tombridge legend. I know it's Tombridge. Oh, I always say Tombridge because it's Tombridge. <laughs> yeah, not maybe not doing anything in training. I mean, you know, for me, it's not really a, a massive issue, but I can see it's fucking bugging other people. And they, they ain't got to tell us. They are just going to go... We'll soon know when we see you that you signed for fucking something and he's standing and he's standing like this We see Morrison. They go, Oh right, we sent him out alone for for the rest of the year. You don't have to be like give feed us like some secret information. I'm all over the place. What's happened here? Lost the I think
3: as well, I think as well, you know, that's the best thing to do with someone like SA. Don't don't mess about. First of January or whenever it was that we started this, you know, should have had something in place for him. Get him out. Right, because he would have been forgotten about by now.
0: Yeah, now she's sort of dragging out and making it an issue. But I mean, a lot of people are saying, nah, "I know what it is. I know what it is. SA's going a ten million. That's that's what it is." Fuck me, that would be the greatest business in the world if we manage to sell a player for ten million. that's never fucking really played for us. <laughs> Harry Moore, how do you know the inside information? <laughs> never, never reveal my sources, mate. It'll get me in all sorts of trouble. But um Joe Edwards told me. So, but don't say I said.
3: Right. I've That's got him name. sat in the living room at the moment. What's that? He's <laughs> just sat in the living
0: room at the moment. Uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't, sleep. I wouldn't play SA. I don't think SA is, that, is anywhere near as good as people think he is. Or he hasn't done any, enough in our first team for people to be asking the question why isn't he playing? I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm not saying he isn't a good talent and, and a hot prospect. I, I don't think he should be in our first team, no.
3: Do you, know what the, do you know what the problem is, Dan? Is that we played row at ball for, what, nearly five years or whatever it felt like an eternity, right? We watched the same monotonous, boring football for years and you get a youngster come in because I think SA came in before Maku, didn't he? So you get you get a youngster in and everyone goes, fucking hell, we should be looking at the youth all the time. Ah, oh, what else is coming through? SA's unbelievable. <laughs> And and what happens is, and then you go back to watching the same monotonous football. It hasn't necessarily happened over under Edwards until we started losing. When we started losing, then what happens is people trying to find blame, right? And the easiest thing to do is to blame something that hasn't happened. So why haven't we played SA in that game? Because if we if we played SA, we wouldn't have lost three-two to Leicester. Yeah. How do you know? Well, like, how do you know? Right, he would have played shit, and then what you would have done is you would have gone, why did you start SA over Honeyman? That's the wrong yeah. time to play the youngsters. <laughs> you can't win.
0: No, it's very, very true. Who would have like the number nine to be? Morgan Whitaker, I'd go and get. his name Morgan Whitaker? From Plymouth, but we, he's not. we're not going to get him. He's going to go to the Premier League. I would have had Scott Twine as well, but he went to Bristol City. But you know, all these players Smolich, they're they're not they're not realistic for us. Oh Stephen, sorry, I didn't see that. Thank you very much for your kind donation, as always. Uh last thoughts, Ken, Saturday. Oh, Saturday now this Saturday. What'd you I... think? What are you thinking?
3: Yeah, I think we're smash smashing. Um, I think there's a new um ethos around the team. I think that genuinely, if you're going to show how mill wall you are, somewhere like QPR is one of the best places to do it. It's going to be a big following. We're going to be loud. Um, and I think they're really going to turn up. I really do think they're going to turn up big time on, on Saturday. Um, and it could be the kickstart, although we've already had it, but I think it could be the kickstart of us starting us pedal up the table a little bit. Mm. Score cool prediction? I'm going to go for a, I'm gonna go for a three-one.
0: Have you watched my Have you watched my preview show? No. Why? No. No. I I'll I'll went three-one. I went three-one. I put went three-one. Yeah, as well.
3: Yeah, three-one. what like
0: you said. If you're going to show, like, be very mere Walls' place to do it, with a big following.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I th- I think so. And um, I don't know who we got after that, but I think that a whole way in it. Yeah, we smashed them and all. <laughs>
0: You sound like eight, you sound like fucking prime eight days from Lions TV. Yeah, we smashing smashing all. Um yeah, I'm going, I'm gonna go up, probably start up at uh, Hull. Henry's never done whole, so I'm gonna probably go and start up there. Yeah, I've
3: only done Yeah, that's we I've should done.
0: um we should maybe look at that. We both said three one. if you haven't watched my preview, by the way, that's just ruined it for you. Um <laughs> but yeah, I, I think 3 one, maybe that's worth a punt.
3: Yeah, i
0: but Kristen at home first. That's Henry's birthday, and the day after is my birthday.
3: Nice. When's your birthday?
0: My birthday is next Sunday. she say? Nothing. nothing. Oh, I thought that was my cousin saying, I thought she sure she got me a massive present. <laughs> um, yeah, 44 next Sunday. Fuck okay, you, now. But yeah, there you go. Right, yeah, Preston home and then Hull away. Yeah. Brilliant, all right. Okay, then. Chazo Luke, is your birthday today. Happy birthday, mate. What's it? Oh, you're, you're counting um Tanganga as your gift, eh? Why not? Might have to give him back though in fucking May. Let's hope not. Right. Thanks everyone for watching. Thanks for the comments. Kenny, thanks for joining us, mate. Please subscribe to Lions TV.
3: Come on, you lions. LaBosh.